Hey, wrestling fans, this is Quentin. Hey, this is Mark, and this is Call It in the Ring. What's going on, Mark? Oh, same old, same old, fat and lazy. I hear that. I hear that. Fat uh, and lazy, and everything hurts. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, oh, speaking of, I got a, a, one thing I wanted to discuss with you this week is, uh, what do you think about old Andrew Luck? Um, I understand being hurt, but man, you don't, you don't, re- you don't retire the week before the season starts. You just screwed your team. Ooh, I know, man. Uh, <laughs> they were booing him when he was going off the the field there. But I, I you know, I tell you what, though, man. I just, I listen to a lot of uh, talk sports radio at night when I'm at work. Uh, listen to Ben Maller. And uh, the guys that come on after him in the mornings, uh, uh, what are their names? Mark No and uh, Andy Fern or something like that. Anyway, man, they're man, they're just. I mean, I, I understand him. You know, it's two weeks before the or one week before the you know first week of NFL season starts, and he does pulls this, but. Man, they, they kept making fun of him because he was saying, you know, he's tired. You know, they kept saying he's tired, you know. But then they don't get it, though, man. You know, he's tired, man. That, that drains you, man, when you got injury after injury. And yeah. You keep getting injured and, you know, you go to rehab and you just and then you get injured again. It's mentally, physically tiring. They don't understand, you know. What yeah. that does to a person, you know. So I don't blame him for retiring. He's just 29. And, um, you know, maybe what he needs is to recharge his batteries. Maybe after a couple of years, you know, when he gets back in shape and feels better. Yeah. Uh, he, he might he may be back. Who knows? He's still young, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I what do you think about yeah, all that? I understand, that, you know, I definitely understand the whole thing of hurting all the time and. It's all that, but just the timing, man. It just to me, it seems like if you know, you just ain't gonna wake up one day and say, you know, I can't take it no more. And he's obviously he's been feeling this way for a while. He should have said something to management, say, Hey, look, you know, if this last thing don't work for me, you know, y'all might want to start looking, you know, for somebody to replace yeah. me. You know, just leave him a, a, a heads up or something. You know, you just don't wake yeah. up, you know. Two weeks for the season and say I'm done without. I mean, because there's nobody. I mean, you know, if he did that, you know, beginning of the summer when he's rehabbing and all that, you know, they could have went out and got somebody. Exactly. Now yeah. it's like you know a week before before he pulls this, and you know he's kind of been thinking about it for a while. You know, like you yeah. said, that you should have gave him a heads up saying, look. Guys, I'm. This is where I am at mentally. I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, ready for this season. I, you know, and so they could have, you know, went out and got somebody to to replace them or something, man. But, but yeah, I just listen to these talk shows, these sports talk show hosts, man. Just pisses me off, man. Just like, uh, just like these um, guys who's never been in the ring. Who can sit there behind a keyboard and critique the wrestlers? You know, it's like, dude, you go in there and take a back bump for 
20 minutes, you know, and then you can come back to me and tell me what was wrong and right, you know. Yeah. But that's my whole, you know, that asked me, you know, I just, Anyway. Yeah, I feel, I mean, actually, I feel the same way, because, I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, how, you know, hurt, and, I mean, it's, I can imagine, but, you know, I just, yeah, you don't wake up overnight, it's, you know, it hasn't been coming on for a while, I just think you could have gave them a heads up, I mean, they're not going to get, you know, oh, yeah. they're not going to be able to, you know, sign anybody, you know, to replace him, even with a head, you know, m- you know, a few months of notice, but at least somebody, you know, they can have a plan of, well, we can pick up this guy. You know, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be the same on the same level. But at least go out there and get a free eight. You know what I'm saying? There's just so I mean now they're gonna be looking for somebody that, that gets cut. You know, in the next couple of days and they they trim those um, rosters down to fifty three. Uh, is it fifty three or fifty fifty something? Whatever it is, the next uh, couple of days. They cut it. Yeah, the next couple of days and. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll have to find somebody, you know, that's been cut from somebody that's, you know, to um, try to throw in there. Oh, we can give them Mariota. Because <laughs> that dude is just... Hello? Oh, that, that princess is going to... I predict this. That princess is going to be hurt within, what, four games? That's what I'm saying. He won't last. He won't even get to their bye week whenever they're bye week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, didn't they, um, didn't they pick up, um, Miami's old backup, the Titans? Daniel. Yeah, he's going to be playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. He, he's the one been mostly playing the preseason, um, yeah. uh, for him, so. Yeah, he'll be playing by week five. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think we ought to cut our losses with him, man, and just... Uh, he ain't shown me nothing the, the last five years he's been here. But, he just can't say in, he can't uh, say healthy. No, he can't. He can't. You know. So. But, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's gonna be it's NFL gonna be it's gonna be interesting. College football starts Saturday. I can't wait. Be watching. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that nonstop from. Time I get up, time I got old bed. <laughs> I got ESPN Plus now, so I'm gonna watch everything under the moon. Well, actually, I get to watch Western because actually Western is gonna be on. Uh, Country USA is gonna have games on ESPN Plus this year, so I actually get to see some Western games. So that's gonna be good. But um, but yeah, I was gonna. I don't know if you watch it or not, but um, man, every year I love the League World Series. I love watching it. And um, Little World. yeah, Little League World, World Series. Series. Yeah, that's my thing, man. I love watching it. And man, uh, they made it to regional. Was it regional? Where they um, with the winner of the whoever won the regional, they go to Williamsport. So, um, so they got pretty. They got far, you know. And uh, and they actually showed uh, when they showed the. Um, Winners from each state that went to the regionals. Actually, this year, uh, I showed them uh, during the World Series a picture from each each uh, team from each state that went to regionals. 
They show Goodfield and Rio Riggins is sitting there, big old cheesy grin on his face. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. where uh, I seen Reno posting some pictures of the of the uh, the Goodfield. Is it a son? Yeah, it's his. Son on the team, it, it's his youngest son. Plays plays on that team. His youngest one. So yeah, he um. They uh the Southeast Regional is like down in Georgia. I think it's where it was at. I think, and uh, but yeah, it was uh they I mean they went far and uh but yeah man, I love that thing man. And ESPN, I mean I know they they helped it out you know with the exposure and everything, but oh man, they were so horrible with the just the broadcast this year. It's like every time, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear about people in the stands. I don't want to hear an interview from them. I'm watching the game. You know? Don't talk to somebody in the stands and interview them while the game's going on. You know? It's just, it's just it was constant. And I was like, good grief. You know? It's like they, they, ruined, they ruined the um, home run derby this year, that stupid split screen crap. And then this year, they basically about ruined the Little League World Series for them. Like, his pen just sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do they still, like, show uh, chess at night or something like that? Or the, oh, man, they used to show, show that real late at night, show some real, like, spelling bees and stuff like that. They show, uh, they actually show a lot of the, they repeat whatever, like, like whatever season they're in. Uh oh, yeah. you know, like whatever game they showed that night, they'll replay it late. Uh, but yeah, some of those, like, you know, they got like 50 million channels, you know, of ESPNs, but oh, yeah. some of them, it gets kind of, they it's kind of off, you get a little off, you get a lot off, off wall stuff. But tell you who shows the, the, the um, CBS Sports, man, late at night, they show stuff like, you know, racing from Budapest or something, you know, and, you know. <laughs> And strong, they show the old strongman thing that ESPN used to show back in the day. Now they picked oh, them up. Yeah. They picked them up and show them now and some. And uh, they, I was watching one. I was in there one night. I'm through there, and CBS Sports had this thing. It was in Australia, and there were these guys from these trucks with these big old tires on. It, and they were on this track, and they had big old jumps on them. And it was the craziest thing I ever seen in my life. And I was like, I've never seen it. And it was like, uh, I was like, these trucks, they look like, you know, back when I was a kid, the, the what was they called, stompers, the little car yeah. things. That's what these yeah. trucks look like, the big tires on them. But that was for real. And they're driving around this racetrack, this road course, and they had these big jumps on paint. It was pavement. I was like, that's, it was, yeah, they showed some awful wall stuff on there, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess because they ain't got a lot of, um, I mean, they just get that one channel, so they don't, you know, so they get like the, the stuff ESPN don't want, I guess if they, they, they pick it up, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's crazy, but, um, so what, oh, jeez, I don't know, man, I don't really, um, Yeah, they. I think so. Yeah, because basically we're in September, and, uh, and they made. NXT is going to be starting a couple weeks 
Yeah. On the uh, USA. I tell you, here's my thing. Everybody said Vince. Everybody goes, oh, Vince ain't worried about him. He's not worried yet. But he's putting it, he's doing that just just in case. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll put our third string TV show out here and just kind of test the water to see how they do against that. <laughs> I guess I, they're not, he's not worried yet, but they got his attention, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's basically what it is, you know. He's, you know, he's just kind of um, seeing, you know. I think he's just kind of seeing, you know, where it goes. Um, I gotta go um, next Thursday. I gotta go meet that guy. It's got all that memorabilia and stuff. So. Oh, okay. That's down here in Tennessee, right? Yeah, he lives in Woodbury, but I'm gonna meet him in Murfreesboro, so I have to drive that far. So, but yeah. next Thursday. Um, yeah, I gotta do that. So I That's went cool, to man. I went um. Sunday, I went to the library up here in um, Bowling Green, the main library, and uh, got on their microfilm machine. And um, I just kind of because I've never used one before. I've seen it before, but I've never used one. And um, actually, I've seen an old. I used to, I've seen old ones where it's got the big old screen. This now it's a little bit box kind of like deal, and it goes into the computer. But still, I was trying to. I never used it, you know, either way. So. I just want to try to, you know, kind of get the feel of it, how to use the machine and everything, and, and, uh, they got the reels, and you got to know, actually, like, the date, or the month, and the year, and so I just, you know, I don't really know yet on stuff, because I'm still just trying to get information and stuff, but, uh, um, but no, it was pretty... Yeah, he went it Wednesday. <laughs> I can't even talk. Wednesdays, uh, he ran uh, out there at the fairgrounds in Bowling Green, and then I noticed some of the stuff I've actually pulled up um, um, from uh, Daily News, um, uh, from the Google newspaper thing. Uh, I pulled up a few things. Uh, I want to say maybe seventy-seven. Maybe seventy-seven, right in that time period, they um, they looked like they switched to Thursday nights when they moved to Beach Bend and started running out of okay. Beach Bend. But yeah, I, I thought it was crazy. Yeah, but from what I could tell, they ran Wednesdays up until probably seven. It looks like maybe seventy-seven. So that's crazy how they got a week. Oh, uh, they run two weekly towns, sixty miles from each other on the same night. <laughs> yeah. You know? I just, it just, that's, I just, I have a shock about that, you know? And, yeah, uh, that close. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I you know, man, I, I'm assuming, but I look at the cards, and I was like, maybe they dealt me, you know, they got the guys double shotted, but there's cards, the, the, a lot of these ballroom cards, they're undercard. Um, you could tell that, um, they, they wasn't strong cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at the national card, and it's stacked that night. Yeah. And, you, like, you'll have, like, your main event will be, you know, a big main event in Bowling Green, but the rest of the card would just be um, your lower card guys in Nashville. Then every now and then I noticed he'd have, they would have a, 
you know, a loaded card or something, you know, that have more mag it just depend I guess it just depends on you know. But yeah, it it um you can tell and there's not as many matches too. Not as many matches. About three, I believe, wasn't it? About three or four. I know I know like uh, a lot of the spot shows back in the seventies, they it seemed like they did a lot of three three matches. Man they do a Two singles. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, any time, you know? yeah, or, or, or they'd have a tat. The first match would be a singles, this guy, this guy. The second match would be this guy, this guy. Then all four of them come back in a tag in the third match. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, then they do the uh, two out of three fall gimmick. Yeah. Especially in the 60s, man. You look at those shows. A lot of them, yeah, they'd have two matches. It's like, wow. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, they um, I guess when they when they started, so I remember when we used to go to the fairgrounds, or even when he was watching it, and um, they always like, you know, we're gonna have seven big matches tonight, a dollar increase. I'm like, dollar increase? Come on now, yeah. Coco Samoa? Yeah, yeah. And uh, beneath them was uh, Dundee and Terry Taylor worked Adrian Street in Apocalypse, which was Mike Boyette. Yeah. And uh, they had two singles before that. And me and my uncle got there late, so we missed the first match, so I don't even know who that was. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you look at his I'm sorry, go ahead. That was the very first match I ever saw live with the Angel and Carl Furt. But, uh, but yeah, I noticed like, uh, if you look at those uh, ads in Tennessee, and especially after Jarrett and them took over, uh, they didn't have a lot. You'd, ever, you'd rarely, something like the first couple of years, you'd, you know, they were going like four matches all the time. That was it. You know? Yeah. I'm assuming, I guess, yeah. Well, see, now here's the thing, though. Yeah, uh, here's my thing. Is they probably just did one intermission because you know they didn't get the the um the concession. So I mean, I mean, why why give them? You know what I'm saying? They got no money off from them. But actually, you know, I, I read this. I pulled up this article when I was doing some research. Um, 
when Gulas and, and Welch, when they, um, when the first, that first building they moved to out to, when they went moved from the Hippodrome out to the fairgrounds and that building burned, and then they went over to the, I think it was the original women's building, it burned, I think, maybe, and then they went to the second women's building, so I had wrestling, but when they moved from the Hippodrome out there, they got concessions. Yeah. It wasn't, it was not in a con, it was just like a verbal agreement, and, um, there was a big article about it, all this, there was all kinds of, um, uh, kind of underhanded stuff going on, this article I read in Tennessee, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'll, um, I think I'm, I'm, I'll ask Scott Till about it, I mean, it's before he got here, but, I, because eventually he's gonna do his, um, uh, Finish up his history of Nashville wrestling, so I'm sure he'll have it. Whenever, whenever he does finish it up, it'll be in there. Cause I think it was kind of, it was kind of, kind of, you know, it was like underhand. You know, I was looking to read that stuff how, you know, under underhanded things were back then. You know, and yeah, and, but uh, yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, I went to like I said, I went to that library and uh, I asked the lady. I said. Uh, when I, was, when I got my, I had to get a, uh, a little card thing, you know, to for the library there, and um, and the guy asked me what I was, you know, went, you know, I told him some, you know, the, um, um, microfilm thing, you know, and I said, do y'all have any papers besides, you know, the Park City, or Daily News Journal, and he said, nah, we, that's all we have, that's the Bowling Green paper, and. He said, "Are you looking for us?" I said, "Yeah." They said, "What what cities you looking for?" I said, "Basically, little little towns around, you know, Bowling Green, uh, you know, all these little towns around." He said, "Well, when you up there, talk to this lady. I think she's Nancy or something like that." He said, "Go up there and talk to her. She works at the Kentucky uh, Museum, and they have a lot of um, newspapers over there." So I got up there. And I talked to her, and she um, she works at the she works at Western WKU. The Kentucky Museum's over at WKU, and she told me to come over there and um, and look through their stuff over there. She said they got other papers over there, um, so that's I'm hoping to next few weeks to get over there and and look at their microfilm and see if I can, because they because Gillisman he ran a lot of those, um, you know, like Glasgow. Um, oh yeah, Yeah, basically, um, you got, you got Bowling Green, you got, uh, like, uh, 20 minutes, you got Scottsville, uh, about 30 minutes, you got Glasgow, uh, 20 minutes, you got Russellville, um, then, then Hoptown, it's a little further on over, it's on the other side of Russellville, but, uh, everything, like, you got, like, a bunch of little towns within, like, 40 minute drives, uh, like, uh, Central City and Cave City and, I know that, and, uh, and Owensboro is like, it's almost about a two hour drive from here, though. It's a little further up. But actually, I'm more, I'm going to look and see if they got, I mean, hopefully they did have, have the papers in, in Owensboro. Um, I think it's like the Owensboro Messenger Inquirer. I think that's what it was called. Because, um, actually, in Thez, because I'm, I'm going to be starting that thing with the Thez, UWA, 
Do the thing. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna um, start it. I'm gonna start doing that stuff first. But uh, he actually ran Owensboro. as did before he ran Nashville. Oh, did he? Yeah. He. Um, I'm saying it was his first card was there. Um, far oh, far as I can find, yeah, because his first Nashville show wasn't until. Oh crap! I got all the stuff. I got so much stuff written down of all the shows. Uh, I think his first show in Nashville, I want to say, was was it the twenty. Like it was February twenty eighth, I think. And then he ran a show in Owensboro. Uh, earlier that month, so he actually ran Owensboro before he ran his first Nashville show, and uh, he ran Chattanooga too. But I can't find nothing on that because um, I, I'm not paying for newspapers.com to get in the thing. So next month I got I got plenty of day to go down to the um, state archives down in Nashville to. Uh, um, Look on there because they got every they got everything down there, and that's where I'm gonna get the that's where I get the the gate receipts, the tax receipt, you know. I actually get all the stuff I know, you know, and their license and all that. Oh, when I was looking through that um, on the uh, is that you can get, uh, you go to the, uh, ten.gov and they have a thing where they basically kind of like a little rundown of what they have, and uh, uh, I think I might have told you that. It showed different people applied for uh, promote, promoting license, promoter license, and um, uh, in it was nineteen seventy nine or nineteen eighty. Somebody applied for a venue license to run wrestling in Mount Juliet. It does. Is it seventy nine or eighty? I can't remember. But uh, I was looking at it because it, it just said like. Um, had like towns of people that, that had um, that had event uh, people had applied for event license to run event and I did, I mean I, I moved in 79 um, to Mount Juliet but I, we lived in Hermitage until then right there at the line um, so I mean it wasn't like you know it wasn't you know so I mean, and but I mean, I was you know young then. It's kind of hard to remember back, but I've never heard anybody through the years ever say anything about it. You know? I don't ever remember. That's a good thing to talk about right there. Uh, why didn't Jared run more? Was it just too close to Nashville? Like run these out little towns outside of Nashville, like Mount Juliet. <laughs> Hell, his own hometown, Hendersonville, Gallatin, you know. Uh, why didn't he run those places, you think? Uh, what time period are you talking about? Um, come after. Until he started, I mean, he started running, you know, he started running 11 and, um. 88. 88. It's 88. But up until then. Right, so you're talking about. So Okay, so you're talking about after he split off from Goulas then, when he was doing full-time promotion. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Uh, before that, you know, I guess they... But, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thinking... Um, 
This is what I think. They had so many towns, and I just think that, um, I can see if you if you look at a lot of those towns, it, 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 it that's what, and then this is what is really hurt wrestling, and the basic people got into wrestling. Started running promotions in the late 80s and killed this. Early 90s killed this. If you look, man, all these spot shows sponsored by the JCs, Qantas Club, you know, all these. So they call, you know, they set it up and, you know, it, and that's that's how they, you know, most of your, that's what the spot shows are ran through, you know. They buy, the, you know, they call you know, the promotion and and they give them a figure, and they pay the promotion, and then they do all the work, you know? Or you, or you have, like, like the case of, um, we are talking about, about one day about, like, Sammy Manier. You know, him and, uh, him and Tommy Reed, you know, they were basically the local promoters for, you know, Shelbyville, Lewisburg, Columbia area for the Jarrett's. I mean, they were still, you know, Jarrett shows, but they were the local promoter. So basically they did all the work, you know? So, um, that's basically, I think, and they just had so many towns, you know, and, um, if you think about it, because they, Kentucky, Tennessee, you know, eastern Arkansas, northern Mississippi, and you only got, you know, Thursday, Thursday and Friday nights. Thursday and Friday, yeah. You only had two nights, and... Jackson, Tennessee. Um, yeah. It was ever. It was like, like every Sunday for a long time, wasn't it? I want to say up to like. I want to say up till um, eighty-seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that, maybe. And it went down. And their houses were so bad. I think they then they stopped. Then they started running. And I think it came like a spot show. But I, I want to yeah. say it was every week on Sundays, maybe, because they had their own TV show. They actually had their own studio show. Then they then they got their own feed, and I think it was mostly like, you remember the the show that we got on Channel Thirty? It was all, it was all arena match. Yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah, I love that show, man. No, not Jacksonville. <laughs> no, it was from the Coliseum. I mean, yeah, from Jackson. They, uh, like full matches, you know, wasn't, wasn't yeah. Well, I can remember in about the mid to late '80s, we got that the studio show, and we got the other. We got two shows. We got one in the mo- real early in the morning. I want to say it was on Channel Thirty or Seventeen. Another one was on the studio was on either Seventeen or Two. I can't remember. Yeah. I, my brain gets foggy. They had two shows, and the first one. Was show was matches from Missile Call Sim, and every now and then that it'd have a match from Jackson on it. Okay, that's probably what I'm thinking about then. Uh, but uh, yeah, they would show. Yeah, you're right. 
they would show like whole matches, uh, especially from the Mid South Coliseum. Because I, um, as I remember, they'd show they'd be like opening matches, like uh, what was it? Oh, like Allen West against um, somebody. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. But and yeah, they that's but and they would and you'd see one from. So I remember they showed like uh, I think it was like Lawler and was it Lawler and and. Um, Plowboy Frazier against Fire and Flame, maybe from Jackson, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was from that one. Was from I remember that. I'm pretty sure that was like '86, and that was, I think that was from Jackson. They showed. But they'd show. They'd show. Most of them would be on that. On that would be matches from the Coliseum, and but yeah, they would throw. And, and sometimes you wouldn't. If you weren't paying attention. You'd think the Jackson matches with the Coliseum because it's, you know, identical. It's smaller. So it, it looked the oh. same. It looked the same. <laughs> I'll tell you something, man. There is stuff popping up every day. I don't know if we talked about this before, but there is stuff. See, I, I had all the old, um, all the, that old Goulas footage. I got mine in the early 90s, um, and this floating ride, I had all of it was out there. I had all of it. Everybody in the tape trade, we all, everybody had the same stuff. It was all the, 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 um, highlights, you know, all clipped together from the Missile Coliseum, um, from Nashville, uh, the women's build and the, uh, um, expedition building, or the, how crap you say that name, and then they, um, Louisville, Chattanooga, there was a couple Huntsville's, some Birmingham's on there, and, um, everybody had, there was like four or five tapes of it, and I had all of it. Now, man, I'm seeing stuff popping up all the time, uh, from the Coliseum, like 78, 79, that wasn't anywhere on anybody, on the tapes I had, on anybody's tape list. So stuff's popping up, man. Yeah, and I, you know, I was thinking, I, I was ta talking to Bo James back a few years back, and I was like, man, there's got to be. You think about it, especially toward the end, when you know, not, I'm sure not everybody got their bicycle tapes back. You know, so you know, there's some of these little little TV um, studios that was running. Wrestling got the bicycle tape and didn't send it back. You know, it, and I was like, it's got. It, and I bet money they're still stored in some closet that's got stuff cram packed in it for years. And Bo James trying to tell me, "Nah, man, I've done. I've called every TV TV studio. I've talked to everybody. There is not any out there." And I was like, "There's, there's no way, dude. They're probably telling you that just because they don't. You know, they're blowing you off." But, but. But yeah. you know, you gotta think about it. And I'm like, you know, I you know, I was like, man, Channel Five has still has some, you know, the the Tesla, but something that big, you know, a big one like that at a big, you know, market, I, I say no. But these little little you know, some of these little bitty stations they you know, that they get got you know, like up here in Bowling Green, I mean even WKO, I wouldn't be surprised if they got some stuff maybe, you know. Back in a storeroom, it's been sitting there for. It's got stuff piled on top of it, you know. Yeah, 
boxes, you know, they just, you know, boxes and boxes has gotten stuck, stuff gets stuck, you know, piled on top of this, piled on top of that, and, or got thrown in a, a you know, in something, and just, you can't tell me it's all, because it's popping up every day, somebody, uh, Arvo Hutto posted it, there was some footage from, oh, I don't know what it was, it was like, it was old, um, it was like, uh, Jackie Fargo, there was like some really old 60s stuff, and I was like, and there's no, no you know, there's no uh, sound to it, and it's like, man, you know. Yeah, that was him recently, right? Yeah. Because uh, I saw that, and the hell, I got distracted and went doing something else, and uh, I was going to watch it, but yeah, I need to go back and take a look at that. I haven't watched it either. I, I saw it on there now. And I saw I got the same thing. I got doing something else, and then went back. But yeah, I mean, there's stuff. I'm telling you, man, there's stuff popping up all the times because people are finding stuff. You know, it's like this guy got the, that all that memorabilia stuff. He went to a garage sale and bought a big old tote, and this lady had all of her, everything she ever had from wrestling. It, you know, you know, so it's like you might go and somebody might have taped wrestling, you know, from early '80s. And it'd be perfect quality, and might be thrown in a tote, some you know, or like I said, or I mean, just you never know. I mean, because I think we got our first VCR like in 1981, and uh, I mean they were so expensive, but the tapes was more expensive than the VCRs were like in the late 70s, and um, so I, you know, those people, because man, people didn't throw stuff away, you know, but. I just, I don't know. There's got, there's stuff popping up and it's come from somewhere. Yeah. Like I said, I've seen that, that Memphis footage all the time. It's like, it seems like every week there's a new match that I've never seen on anybody's tape list. I wish I could go back in time, man. I, I, this stuff is probably out. I, I know it's out there. I've seen shows. I don't know if it's a full run or not, man. But every... Starting in 
I actually think he got that IWA because uh, Scott knows Bubba Perry. Um, and I asked him, I said, uh, I said, you get some, do you get that IWA stuff when you bought some of that stuff from Randall? I said, it should have been in there. Because nobody, because the some other people's bought some, had bought some Randall stuff, and from what I heard, that they didn't get it. So I don't know, somebody got it, I guess. But Randall had the whole thing. But yeah, Scott said he didn't get it. But uh, but somebody, I mean, I don't, I don't know how long it was on, but I know it was more. It was at least a couple months, I do believe. And I think wasn't they only thirty minute shows. But didn't they come on like at ten thirty after the news on Saturday nights? Yeah, it was late, I believe. Yeah, it was on Saturday nights. It was like, yeah, it was later on. It was late because, um, yeah, I I'm gonna say it was it had a decent, it had a decent little run because I remember, um, it was actually me and Randall was talking about it one night in Shelbyville, and he and that's when he told me he had he had the the whole run of it, and somebody. Um. Uh, the money march was this old man and woman, and then they wanted to be part of the show, and they did. So that, those were the announcers with Doctor Squash. Yeah. Right? It was a, it was a, a, an older couple. Yeah. Man and lady. Yeah. And Doctor Squash, they were, did the announcement. Yeah, and somehow they hypnotized Doctor Squash, hypnotized them or something. <laughs> Something like that, but Randall somehow had said when it got really bad. But yeah, that they were the money marks. But uh, yeah, um, but he, from, I mean, I I can't remember how many he said actually episodes they had of it. He, but he said he had the whole run. But yeah, I like to get some of that. Yeah. Anywhere before that. Did he get a start there? Um. Or has he been in the business a while? He'd been, he, I, he'd been working, but, you know, just did, like, you know, local stuff. You know, because he, um, but that was his first, you know, I guess, like, it's his first TV, you know. But yeah, he worked, I've been working a few years. You know, All just, right. you know, just doing the, you know, the independent stuff and stuff. But yeah, that's the first time I ever saw him. Cause he did those uh, commercial commercials. Was it Jiffy Burger? Um, well, they had him on the. It was. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're right. He's acting like a dog and eating it or something. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like watching the, doing their heads going around in circ, like a circle motion, watching the the watcher go over. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One that was that was Bubba Perry. Yeah, Sunny Street, Sidstrocker, Sunny Street, Bubba Perry. But I can't remember what the other guy's real name was. But it was Sidstrocker, Sunny Street. But Bubba Perry was one of them. I can't remember what the other guy's real name was, but. Um, now, Bo Perry, he's a nice guy, man. He's real cool. Yeah, he was one of them. But, uh, yes, they worked, um, they worked Jarrett's for a little while, and then they, and then they, then they, uh, when that started, because you remember, <laughs> you remember we got out to the fairgrounds, it was like all of the whole IWA crew was, was, work, was working security, remember? Security, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're all doing security, and like some like a, they did security forever, and then they started running a promotion. But they they brought in some talent though, man. Um, you know they brought them in for like a week or two. You know what I'm saying they they just brought them in for like a tape. Is uh, Ricky Morton. He he did a uh, not at least once uh, TV taping. George Weingroff did the taping before he did the sheet gimmick. Um, remember Bart Sawyer was on there. Steve Sawyer. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, when he yeah. first started, and trying to think who else was on. I can't. Uh, Max Payne was their their top guy. Remember? Yeah. He he just. It's probably Smith. I think it was Smithson, wasn't it? It might have been. But they used Max Payne because he just left the Jarrett's after he had like a two year run and then he left and mm. and uh, they started working for him as their top guy. But yeah, that's I mean, it was a, but yeah, I'm. You know, I've looked at the Tennessean. Uh, it's not if I had the dates of the shows, I could find the car. But I've only found, stumbled across one of the um, the ads, in the uh, Tennessean. Because I can pull up all the Tennesseans, and um, but I just it's hard because I don't know the dates. You know, and um, uh, yeah, I had that one. Uh, that I posted online. Several times that I, IWA clipping I had uh, from '89. Uh, it might, I think it was their first show, in fact, with Max Payne on top working. Somebody called me an hour later, and had Ricky Morton and uh, whose picture was on it? Uh, Max Payne. I think that's the one I found. Yeah. <laughs> for a while and then when their houses started going down they started back up later on or something maybe 
Yeah. You know, uh, and they, but, uh, yeah, because I, I know these uh, ones I find from the 70s from Goulas, even after the split, man, he was putting them in there two and three times a week in the Tennessee, uh, and I'm like, man, that had to be expensive. Well, yeah. That's why I figured Jared stopped doing it, you know, yeah. a little less expense, you know. Yep. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, cause it's like, uh, especially the Thez, I noticed the Thez cards is like if Jarrett had two that, or Gulas had two that week, he would have two cards, you know, two advertisements. If Gulas had three one week, Thez would have three that week. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, um, uh, it's not like, you know, early 80s. When, you know, Gillis didn't, you know, he, he didn't shut down. And, you know, then they started back up, you know, a couple years later. And then you, uh, around Nashville, and then, you know, then they actually got on 17. And then you had, you know, Master Curtis around. I don't know if they ever, Jared ever thought about putting the kibosh on them. Or did he even think it was even, you know, competition? I know, but still, I mean, I mean, I mean, even though it's not really competition, but I mean, that's still, that could be some money, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I, he probably didn't think twice about it, but, yeah, to, Yeah, they. Yeah, probably. Hair up his ass about that. Yeah, that probably. Yeah, but I was just not because I've been, you know, trying to pull up all these uh, Master Curtis cards and the those UWA card, but they they didn't. But they didn't. Uh, Gilson and they didn't run here. They ran everything south of Nashville. And, and well, West yeah. they ran Dixon, but everything was south, like towards Alabama. You know, um, that was yeah, so. Fayetteville, Fayetteville, Shelbyville, all that stuff down there. Yeah, I just like, but yeah, but Curtis, he ran, he ran out Bass School a lot. He ran Gallatin a lot. Oh yeah, that's you know right in their backyard. Yeah. School, you know, so. but, yeah. but at that time period, I guess they were just make, they were making so much money they didn't. Even, I guess they figured his couple hundred people he might be drawing ain't whatn't, you know. Not enough yeah. to worry about, I guess, you know. <laughs> that, that was their boom period, you know, 82, 83, yeah. so, yeah. I, he, he did, I mean, he did have, uh, like, Chief Thundercloud working for him, and uh, I guess that's only Jared person, probably. Uh, yeah, from what, the, from what little bit of a few cards I've, I've been able to pull up of his, yeah, I think Thunderfly was like the only guy he actually got uh, on that you know worked uh, for Jarrett. You know, then I not, then I actually have a, a couple. I found a couple of ones from Gallatin that has um, actually um, uh, George Gillis and Tojo working for Master Curtis. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I haven't even seen Gypsy working there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I just looked over at this <laughs> my little book where I write notes down through the week, <laughs> and this something just just jumped out at me on my notebook here. It says Yellow Camario. <laughs> I just looked over and it's just like bright, you know, flashing lights. Look at this. <laughs> oh, That's the truth. Dude, I don't know if we've talked about this or not. Do you remember that time we were in, um, I was talking to Steve Neely about it at the reunion uh, a couple weeks back. Um, I don't know if me and you've talked about it since we've been doing these podcasts or when back when I first started doing them last year when you were on here. But you remember when um, it was me and you and I won't say it was Pondo. Pondo, he's working Pond, Madman Pondo Payne back in. It was us three, and we was working um, Wolfie, which he was Airwolf. Uh, Mitch Ryder, which was Mitch, he was going by Mitch Rhodes. And there was a guy from Indiana who come down. Uh, his name was California. California yeah. Okay, do you remember, we was in Hohenwall, and we rolled out, yeah. and Wolfie come running, and Went to dive over the top rope on top of us and hit the rafter, and all that dust flew up. And he dropped straight down on our feet, and we couldn't even see because there was so much dust to catch him. And he and he just like fell straight down when he hit the rafter. Did you? Yeah. Man, he hit that rafter and just kind of fell straight down, and there was like a dust storm in that. Thing. Yeah, I know. Because back then, back then he was skinnier and he wore tights. And he wrestled. Uh, yeah, yeah. He wrestled. He had the blonde chick with him. Yeah. The blonde chick, Miss Lady Vendetta. Yeah, Vendetta, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. yeah, he wrestled back then, yeah. He was tough. He was Madman Pondo, but he didn't do no hardcore. He just did the yeah. wrestling. Because <laughs> remember that one time we saw... Um, we went and we went over to Chris's, and uh, it was a four show, and he was over there, and he was talking, and I think, I want to say maybe him and Chris rode down with us, maybe? So I know Chris rode down with us once down there, and I think he might have rode down, or he was maybe over at Chris's, I can't remember, but um, he was talking about he was going to run a show in his hometown, remember? And he's like, I'm on... Illinois, Illinois, yeah, one of those, yeah, one of those, it was up there, Illinois, Indiana, one of those places, and he was like, yeah, he said, he said he was going to get Ox Baker, and he said he wanted to bring us in, and I was like, and then I think it was like the last time I ever, ever saw him until, I, I think I saw him like in 97, but it was like the last time, 
Les Amazon was like, yeah, I'm going to run this show. <laughs> it's like, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> Yeah. I remember I remember for the longest time in my little wrestler's black book I had his I had his name in there, uh his shoot name, Kevin Kennel Kennelly or something like that. Can I, can I Yeah, I was Sorry about that. Hey, it don't matter. Go, he's he does, he's got it on Facebook. Yeah, it's like it's like the last time I saw him. Well, it was that time period. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna run the show and all this, and now like, all right, cool, you know. And then never saw him again. And I think I saw him again, like in. Uh, actually, I tell you when I saw him. I saw him in '97 in Murfreesboro and in Gallatin. Um, this guy who used to hang around Mo and Mabel. He. Uh, started running his own promotion. Uh, money. Manhattan Mike or money. Uh, Manhattan Mike or no. Uh, money. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mike, I no Rules Wrestling. That's what it was called. Okay. Oh, he ran. I, he ran like. He worked. He, he ran like a month. He ran like a month full of shows. I worked two shows. And the I worked the uh, one. Oh, you know, Go ahead. I worked, uh, Tom Burton ran Gallatin, and he used No Rules Wrestling. Yeah, he was uh, uh, Tom. Uh, when I worked it, when I worked it, uh, Tom Burton was his booker. Okay. When yeah, I worked, when I worked, when I worked there for him, it was it's his promotion. But Tom Burton was his booker when I the two shows I worked. But that both those shows I worked the uh, it was a Murfreesboro Friday, a Gallatin Saturday, and both shows Pondo was on. So that's the first time I've seen him since eighty since uh, ninety two. So that was like five years since I'd seen him. But yeah, uh, we must have been on the same show then. Uh, you know that rings a bell, Doug, because Tom was like. Yeah. And when we showed up Saturday, me and Troy, he was like, "Where were you guys last night?" And I was like, "What?" No, okay, right now, hey, hey, I remember right now. Um, y'all wasn't on the show, and we're at fifty-eight minutes. Dang, I'm gonna do this real fast, and we'll want to cut it off. Um, okay. But I remember because he come up to me and he said, "Man." Uh, Mark and Troy's got heat with Ian. I was like, "What for?" He said, "For they using his him and him and Axel's baseball gimmick." But the bat, <laughs> and I was like, "Huh?" Because so that was Friday night. Now, now Saturday night, y'all might have been working at y'all might have this gal but I know the Friday night show because he goes because because I remember he come up to me and said, "He said, man, they got heat with Ian." So, well, hey, this is cutting off, dude. It's fifty eight twenty five. It's fixing to cut off. So, um. Is there anything you want to plug real fast? Ah, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, hey, man, your haunted house gimmick, dude, some of them pictures on there are freaky, dude. They're scary looking. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Facebook, uh, Tennessee Haunted Attractions, that's mine. So, uh, that's the only thing I'll plug. 
All right, we got about 10 seconds. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and um, hopefully we'll be back soon with another edition of this. Uh, for uh, Quentin, I'm Quentin. Oh, for Mark, and I'm Quentin. Thank you, and God bless.